Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's destination, Zion. Hmm, we have, okay, let's see. We have one, two, three, four, okay. Five, six, seven, eight, a million? Oh, hey, Earth Rangers. I was just counting the layers of sediment in a piece of sandstone. Navajo sandstone, to be exact. Did you know that these specific rocks formed 180 million years ago? Isn't that crazy? It's mostly made up of quartz and iron oxides, which is what gives it that reddish color and, oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I've gotten ahead of myself, sorry. Um, so I'm in Zion National Park in Utah. And the reason I'm inspecting sandstone is because, well, it's everywhere. Most of Zion's terrain is made up of it. So there's all of these orangey red rock formations everywhere that make the park look like, like, the surface of Mars. You've got to see it. I will definitely put up a picture on the show notes page, so look out for that. Ooh, speaking of lookouts, that's actually where I'm headed. There's a whole bunch of them to pick from in the park, but today I'm going to try and make my way up to Observation Point. The trek there is apparently one of Zion's easier hikes, well, according to the map I got at the Park Info Center, and it says it's only eight miles up a series of really steep hills. Wait, what? Th that's the easy hike? How many kilometers is that? Let me check. Twelve point eight seven? Almost thirteen kilometers? Oh, this view better be worth it. And I better get going. I'm actually going to be meeting Ryan at the visitor center later, so it's time to hustle. Oh, hey, Earth Rangers. Just thought I'd give you a little progress report and take a water break. My hike is going great. I'm about a third of the way there, and I've already seen an American coot. And no, this isn't a sneak attack version of Spot the Fake. American coots are 100% real. And let me just say, they should really be called American cutes. <laughs> They're these plump little chicken-like birds with rounded heads and sloping bills. They are completely adorable. You know, bird watching is actually at the top of my list while visiting Zion. And what I'm really hoping is that by the time I reach Observation Point, I'll get to spot a California condor. And trust me, if there's one of those flying overhead, it'd be hard to miss. These birds 
are enormous. They have a nine and a half foot wingspan. The California condor almost went extinct in the 1980s. In 1987, there were only 22 birds left in the world. Think about that, only 22 in the whole world. It actually took a really drastic action plan to get their population back on track. In 1988, the US government gave the go-ahead for the most expensive conservation project in US history, the California Condor Recovery Plan. It's a bit of a weird one. Basically, the US government gave conservationists permission to capture all of the condors, which doesn't sound great, but I promise they did it for a really good reason. You see, one of the reason condor populations got so low in the first place is that condors don't have many babies. Females only lay one egg at a time, and only every other year. And once they have a chick, they take care of it until it's over a year old. So making more condors takes a lot of time. But scientists realized that if a female condor laid an egg and then they removed it, she'd do something called double clutching. Basically, she'd lay another one to replace the missing egg. And doing this allowed scientists to double the condor's birth rate. And now there are 537 California condors flying around, with around 203 in captivity. So while capturing the entire species and stealing their eggs sounds bad, the conservationist plan actually worked. Go science. Whoa, did you hear that? Ooh, I have an idea. I need to get walking again, but why don't we play a game to pass the time? You guys ready? It's time for the Call of the Wild. Okay, we're going to listen to the sound of some of Zion National Park's high-flying residents. Your job? Figure out which of these bird sounds was made by a condor. Number one. Number two. Number three. Do you think this was a condor? actually a common raven. Common ravens have intelligence levels that are anything but common. They're extremely bright birds, and they're capable of problem solving and using tools. These birds are about 25 inches long and weigh up to two pounds, so they're definitely not tiny. Okay, what about number two? Was that a condor? Still no. This one? is a Mexican spotted owl. Mexican spotted owls are large, up to 19 inches tall. They're brown and, unsurprisingly, spotted. These birds are carnivores that eat prey like voles, mice, bats, smaller birds, and even reptiles. Mexican spotted owls can live for 15 years in the wild and they form long-term bonds with their mates. So sweet. So, that leaves sound number three. <laughs> 
If you guessed this one was the condor, you were bang on, because this call belongs to the comeback kid of California. <laughs> That's right, it's a California condor. But if you were like, hey Emma, are you sure you didn't get your files mixed up? That wasn't much of a call at all? That one sounded more like an old badger or something? I'd say, no, I did not get my files wrong. But I did sorta kinda pull off a little trick on you guys. You see, condors don't really have a call per se. They actually don't have the vocal cords required for chirps, whistles, or squawks. But they do sometimes make a series of snorts and hisses, especially when someone is getting too close to their nest. What you heard was actually a recording of a baby condor trying to get the attention of its parents, probably looking for a tasty snack. <laughs> hmm, I seem to have come to a fork in the road, which, according to the guidebook, means that I'm a little more than halfway there. Just. Not quite sure which path to take, though. Hmm, let me check my map. Hmm, let's see, this one and there. So I would go right for Zion Canyon and Angel's Landing, and straight ahead for Observation Point. Nice. You know, I actually thought about hiking to those destinations instead, but seeing as Zion Canyon is the most popular site in the park, I figured it might be kind of crowded which might make having an animal encounter a little difficult. But it's a stunning gorge you should definitely check out if you ever find yourself in Zion. Angel's Landing, on the other hand, is apparently a great place to spot condors, which is the goal du jour. But there's a little bit of a problem. It is a really challenging hike that involves holding onto chain-like handrails as you hike up an extremely steep path with over a thousand foot drops on either side to the valley floor below. <sighs> it's actually one of the most dangerous hikes in America, so I think we're gonna pass on that one and play it safe today. Head straight for observation point. Ah, but first, I gotta grab my binoculars and my headphones. I'm gonna listen to some tunes for the last leg of the journey. You see, it's all inclined from here, so I'll probably check back in with you when I reach the top. Hmm. Okay, where are you? Where would I be? I wear a pair of binoculars. I wear a pair of binoculars. That'd be super weird. Oh, ah, there you are. And... Ah, headphones. I think it's time for some techno polka. If you know, you know. See you in a bit. Earth Rangers! <clears throat> Excuse me? Do you know the way to- ah! Oh! Ryan? Emma? Oh, wow, you scared me. Sorry, didn't mean to. Uh, uh, no, that's okay. No, no worries. No worries. Right. Well, sorry anyways. Um... I was just going to ask you if you knew which path goes to Observation Point. Uh, oh, um, wait. Don't you, like, work here? Shouldn't you know the paths already? I just started, like, three weeks ago. Oh, well, um, I'm pretty sure it's straight ahead. I actually just checked the map, so... Nice. Thanks. Are you heading there? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on my way up. Cool. Yeah, I mean, did you, um, maybe want to walk together? 
Yeah, thanks. So, you got my message then? Yep, I sure did. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Oh, it's incredible here, right? Totally. Almost looks like another planet. Oh, that's that's exactly what I thought. Mm, great minds think alike. I don't know how great my mind is. Look, Emma, about the reason I messaged you, I wanted to apologize and maybe explain a little. Uh, sure. I'm all ears. I just wanted you to know how sorry I am that I didn't play fair. And that I was pretty mean and generally the worst. It's just, when I got the podcast job offer, you were on your adventure and I was so excited to try this new thing. And then you came back and I had to compete against you. I just felt so insecure. Insecure? Why? You're really intimidating. What? I I'm not intimidating. You are. You're Earth Ranger Emma. The Earth Ranger Emma. You fly planes and rescue missing conversationists and save animals. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I do, but... When you came back, I thought, how can I win against her? I'm just me. So I started cheating. I knew I couldn't beat you fair and square, but I just wanted to host a podcast so badly, which still isn't an excuse. Anyways, I just wanted to say sorry. So I'm sorry, Emma. Thanks, Ryan. I accept your apology. <sighs> you want to know a secret? Uh, sure? I'm just me, too. I know from the outside it looks like it's easy, but I mess up all the time. Like, in a single week, I twisted my ankle in an African gorge and ended up surrounded by hundreds of angry baboons, thought I needed to run away from a secret organization that wasn't a secret organization, and crashed my plane in a jungle. That all sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Well, the point is, I figure things out as I go. Really. And side note, if you want to host a podcast, you can totally host a podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah, of course. I did have this idea for a bird-centric podcast. Uh, well, that sounds awesome. What would you call it? Um, Flying with Ryan? I think that sounds like a great podcast. Hmm. You know what? When we reach Observation Point, why don't you try making your first episode? Really? Totally. The reason I decided to head there was to see the California, California Condor. Condor. Yes, so cool. You know, I actually think we're almost there. Just have to uh, crawl over this ledge. Right. Uh, I don't know how to... Uh... No, don't worry. The trick is to dig your toes in the grooves when you climb up over. Like this. There. Whoa. What a view. 
This was totally worth the 12.87 kilometers. Totally. I can see almost all of the park. So, while we wait to see a condor, did you want to try your hand at hosting? Uh, sure. <laughs> Here. Take this recorder. And, yep, it's just that, that button there. And you kind of hold it mm, about six inches away. Yeah, just like that. Uh, hello. This is, uh, Flying with Ryan. And I'm Ryan? You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, this is Flyin' with Ryan. I'm Ryan, and today I'm podcasting from Observation Point in Zion National Park. I'm here hoping to see a California condor. So, I guess I'll just wait? Try playing a game to pass the time. A game? Right. Um, I have a game idea. While we wait to spot a condor, let's play Fast Facts. Uh, the rules are you have to say as many facts about California condor as you can in one minute. As many facts as we can in one minute? Okay, got it. Ready? Let's go. California condors can live for up to 60 years. Um, um, California condors are black with triangular white patches under their wings. They can fly up to 200 miles in a single day. Um, uh, uh, female condors are smaller than males, which is unusual for birds of prey. They use thermals to soar and... Whoa, I see one. Oh, wow, look. It's not flapping its wings at all. Just coasting on those currents. Whoa. I can see its tag with my binoculars. It says 45. 45! That's right. All California condors in Zion National Park have numbered tags, so conversationalists can keep track of them and make sure the population in the park is healthy. Wow. What an amazing bird. <laughs> what an amazing podcast host. Really? Thanks. <laughs> I think... I think I might keep going with it. You totally should. You know what? I have something to give you. One sec. Just have to put it in this pouch. Don't look. No looking. Here. What is it? Just open the pouch when you really need to. How will I know when that is? Uh, when you hit a snake. When you're feeling down. When your adventure isn't going quite right. Trust me, you'll know. Thanks, Emma. I don't know what to say. Well, I know what you should say. Mm-hmm. You should totally say the sign-off. Really? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> uh, hi, Earth Rangers. Today we spotted a California condor in the wild and learned some awesome facts and made a friend. We're going to head back down through the park and enjoy nature. Until next time, keep on ranging.
Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.